Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Truth Light, Terry Gillen, whoever you decide to are. I guess it is fine. I go by both. I'm hoping we're not getting an echo in here. Um, I have some interesting... Let's see. Let's try this. <laughs> okay, I think this is better. We're having some technical stuff going on here, and it's on my end, not blog talk, but and more so on my actual mental end with technology than actual technology being the issue. Anyway, so welcome back, everybody, and I'm happy to be, uh, be with you again. We're making some new changes to the show, and we don't have them all in place, but I wanted to get back on the air anyway and just at least be here with you until we get them all straightened around. And uh, so here we are. I wanted to, uh, today I think we want to kind of talk about what the heck is going on. I don't, I don't know if you all are, I'm sure you must be, because everybody I talk to is experiencing it in one way or another, but it just seems like all hell is breaking loose. <laughs> and so it's, uh, we all seem to be having our own challenges. And, and uh, you know, I've, I've seen several marriages, uh, having some real issues and people making major changes in their life and major health issues happening and just all of this urgent, crazy stuff and people kind of snapping and not knowing what direction their life is going in. and It's, uh, it's a little crazy. On the flip side, there are just bunches of people who, you know, they've been working and working and working and working towards something, their hopes, their dreams, whatever, and they just, the ones that just wouldn't quit. And suddenly there is opportunity after opportunity. They're being placed in the perfect place at the perfect time to meet the right person to help them and this kind of thing. So it's, um, it is a time of massive change. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a time for the opportunity uh, to be backed for this massive change. So, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening and what's going on with all of this and, and why it's this way. We do have a caller who would like to uh, come on over and talk to us. <laughs> so, hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be back. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, you know, no matter what time of day I am, there you are. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's because I like changing. Aw. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. So what's going on? What's happening? Talk to us. This is Kimberly, everybody, on all the other shows in the archives. You hear Kimberly. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, I, I just wanted you to know that um, you had talked to me, and it was I had a reading with you maybe, I don't know, it was in November. It was months ago. It was October, actually. It was October because it was when I was away. Yeah. Whoa, oh, oh, October. Wow. Anyway, um, you were you were telling me, um, even before that reading, though, because you know I would come on your show, but even before right. that, you were telling me that, um, that in a profession I'm in, I would get signs, et cetera, saying, hey, it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. And mm-hmm. I got a big sign um, maybe two weeks ago. Um, oh, and okay. Yeah. Anyway, I am deciding to uh, apply to a physician assistant school. I wanted to do this in 2009, 
But I kept saying, nah, nah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But um, at this point, I've had it, and I'm just going to apply and see what happens. Good. And isn't yeah. that part of what came up in your reading, that there was a step, kind of a step up or yeah. into a different career? Yeah. So, yeah. And let me guess. It was, let me see, November, December, January. It was in about three months, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. A, it feels good. That feels like a really good move. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about it. Nice. And Yeah. And I'm in a position where, you know, even my son is in school. If I have to do whatever I need to do, I got to I gotta change. I have to be happy, so. Yeah. Well, awesome. You know what, this is, and so, you know, like we said at the beginning, <clears throat> um, this is really a time where change is backed. It's, there's so much momentum and so much force um, pushing us that what's happening is the people who didn't have a direction in mind, they're mm-hmm. still being pushed, but they're being pushed into a wall almost. And yeah. so there's all Absolutely. kinds of craziness going on. But if yeah. you had a direction in mind or you've been working towards something or you've, you know, even just mentally kind of been, there's something been in the back of your mind, it is the time really to um, to follow your heart and pursue those things and just listen for the timing and, um, because, wow, it's just crazy, the stuff that's happening. You know, and some of it's crazy good. It's just yeah. the people that we hear are the ones who are going, help, I'm being pushed into a wall. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the people who are moving and grooving, doing the good stuff, they're not calling into shows like this. So, you know, it's right. just, uh, it's, it's amazing the people that I've seen who kind of have something in their mind and maybe they've been playing with it and maybe they haven't but it's been like this idea kind of germinating in their heads or whatever or it's something that like for me like been plugging away at the just consistently trying to do my thing and stick to my path and all of a sudden it's like it's go time you know and it's just this feeling in the air it's just this energy that's backing us all so that's right. fantastic. So um, how are you feeling and how are the people around you? Because you're in a totally different part of the world, part of the country. Yeah. So what's, um, what's it like around you? Like, Are you finding, too, that there's a lot of chaos or a lot of stress or a lot of excitement? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stress. Um. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of stress, and it was definitely, I don't know if you saw it last week. You know I'm in Atlanta, so they had Snowmageddon last week. Yes, Snowmageddon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, I have some students up there, so. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so what what is your feel about all that? Like, I, you know, I was and I remember that you were saying that um, before, um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I'm not sure, you were talking about solar flares and energy shifts. Mm-hmm. And people who are sensitive can actually feel stuff like that. And I said it, something had to be going on in in the earth and in the stars mm-hmm. last week, to be honest. Right. So I, I, I think it's, it's energy and, and what people are feeling, especially the sensitive people. 
Right, and what's happening is because the frequency is rising in the earth, the earth's core, we're all just just right in tune with it, and so our frequency is rising too, which we talk about a lot on here. And so as the frequency rises, we become more sensitive whether we know it or not. Oh. So there's all kinds of people. Yeah, this is, this is a big part of what's happening is people who have never been sensitive before suddenly are, and they have no uh-huh. idea what it is or what's going on because they've huh. never been sensitive before. So uh-huh. a lot of people are seeing things, hearing things, feeling things. They have this inner knowing. They don't understand what the hell is going on. <laughs> ah. They are becoming sensitive energetically, psychically, the whole deal. And they don't know how to handle it because it's, in a lot of cases, they're not into any of that. You don't have to be into it for it to be happening to you. Hmm. you know? Okay. And so that's a big okay. part of what's happening all over the globe. Oh, that so, makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um I would venture to say you probably saw a whole lot of stuff going on during that. Probably yeah. you know, bringing out the best and bringing out the worst both in yes. people. Yes. Exactly. And it did. And it did. Oh my god. There were people that were like good Samaritans. Uh, people walking home, people walking to their children who were stranded at school. And then you had people that were actually trying to steal cars on the highway because people had left their cars. So the good and the bad happened last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're definitely that kind of thing. It, it really does bring out the extremes, you know. And, and what I'm finding is, and this is really a good thing to – you know, we probably should make a topic out of this one day or something, but, like, how do you react in emergency situations? Because I know some people who are, they want to be kind, they want to be enlightened, they, they really try, you know, but, man, when something, like, I've got somebody in my life, and it's safe to talk about, because she'll never listen to the show. I've known her since I was 12. She'll never listen to this show. <clears throat> now I'm in trouble because you'll know who she is now. <laughs> so what she does, I'm in trouble. But she she is somebody who, um, like I said, I've known since I was 12. <clears throat> We've been like sisters through life. And uh, man, she's like, she's the animal whisperer. She can quote the different teachings of not just the stuff in the Bible, but actually what it means. You know, she really gets to the philosophy of things and the different like yoga teachings and all this stuff uh-huh. but when she has a crisis in her life the bitterness and the anger and just this toxic energy that just spews out of her is like who are you I don't even know who this person is <laughs> you know, you know and yeah I was gonna say I get that I, I identify that's when you don't go in. You have to go in and do the inner work. If you don't go in and figure out why you're doing this, because there's some there's right. unresolved issues on the inside when that happens, because that right. get, gets been masking, and um, right. that's what we had to deal with. I went to therapy. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's the craziest thing. Like she she starts that, and I really seriously, I've got another friend that's very much the same way. And when you meet them in day-to-day life, it's not fake either. Like, they really mean what they're saying, you know? Mm-hmm. 
But mm-hmm. man, when the one friend, the second friend that I'm talking about, she, when she feels like she needs to protect somebody, you know, like somebody did you wrong and you're her friend, oh boy, watch out for the bitter stuff that comes out of her. And she's the most kind Christian lady you would ever want to meet. And like sincerely, you know, but wow, don't get her mad. Oh, boy. (laughs) And the other one, if there's any kind of crisis, like right now her husband's in a very, very serious health crisis. And, Uh um, you know, we're all just hoping for the best and and we'll see what happens. But, um, But wow, you know, she, I got on the phone with her today and the toxins, they are flying, and I'm just like, oh, boy. So, you know, but it, after years of this, like, usually it upsets me when I hear that because it, it hurts me to hear her talk that way, you know. Yeah. But uh-huh. a lot of blame and that kind of thing, getting angry at the people you love and that sort of thing and talking horribly to them and whatever. And, and I just don't understand it because that's not my way. But this morning it really made me think about – you know, the different ways that we handle things. And, like, how yes. how does that happen? You know, how do you switch from one to the other and it's so extreme and not even realize that there's anything going on? So, so when, you know, you talk about the storm that hit you guys, I mean, there was – that actually happens to be when I was in the hotel. I, I, oh, right, that was – sorry. I was talking to somebody right before the show and I just realized – I had the conversation with them, not you all. So, so last week, with all this craziness going on, I snapped too. I'm human. And I just, the pressure got to me and, and I'm yelling. I'm yelling. I don't yell, you know. And so I'm yelling at my beagle and I thought, okay, you're going to hell because you can't, <laughs> you can't yell at a beagle and not go to hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta just step out. <laughs> I left my dogs with my kids. My boys are great at taking care of my dogs. Usually when I travel, it's to teach and help other people. But this time, I just needed to go have a retreat somewhere. So I just I went to a hotel for a couple of nights and, and just got back with, with myself and with spirit and, and just kind of uh-huh. centered myself again. And uh, that happened to be when you guys had the storm. So I noticed that there was a whole lot of blame going at, I guess, mayor, governor, I don't know who – who, yeah, but, the uh, governor, the, the mayor. Like, wow, it's <laughs> just a yeah. whole lot of blame going on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so that that got me thinking too. Like, where where is the energy? Like, when we're going through that stuff, you know, each one of us can stop and go, okay, am I going to spend my energy blaming some person that I'll probably never meet, you know, or right. am I going to spend my energy going, hey neighbor, can I help you out? Mm-hmm. because you only have so much energy to expend. So it's a good thing in situations like that to, like, look at what you're doing with it, you know? Right. So, um, I don't know. So tell us about some of the cool stuff you, you saw since you're here. <laughs> I'll just converse with you. Because... Well, I mean, <laughs> but like I said, you know, I you just – I actually stayed at home because we were, quote, unquote, uh, snowed in. So I just heard the story. And they even had, a um, for those who were stranded in Atlanta on the highway, they even had a Facebook page. It was this lady that made a Facebook page 
that um, actually connected uh, family members, you know, to let them know where they were. Nice. Yeah. But it also Very nice. happened okay. in Alabama. In fact, the same thing happened in Alabama because there was a um, a highway that was uh, actually bombarded like the one in Atlanta. And there was a good mm-hmm. Samaritan that, um, that was there helping out, and even Chick-fil-A. They um, had nobody was, you know, coming to Chick-fil-A, so they were across the street from the highway, so they were taking food to people that had to sit on the highway like a parking lot. So. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of cool to see how the different people react, and it's really important for us to um, – it's so funny because I had no topic for today, i got to say. Not a topic. <laughs> But, okay, so here's my day, right? I'm talking to people who have loved ones that are having brain surgery first thing in the morning. I've got 4 o'clock in the morning text messages coming from people who are in the hospital going, there are all these spirits standing around my bed. I don't know what to do. And then I get (laughs) off and then I do a reading for somebody in Cabo San Lucas. And then then I get here and I'm trying to, I'm touring, right? I talked about I was going to be touring uh, Colorado Springs as the first one. So I'm setting that up. And I'm talking to different people from, who are going to fly in from all these different states and whatever. And then I get on the phone with, with a, a keeper of some of the ancient crystal skulls, and I'm talking to him. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, i got to do my show. And so <laughs> I didn't have time to get, <laughs> to get a topic. And so I just sat for a moment and said, well, there will be a topic provided. So here you go. This is our topic apparently. So this is a day in the life of me, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, day in the life, yes. So it's just not normal. So, you know, so how do, how, when you're in that situation and you start acting not so great, do you even know it happens? Oh, of course. I mean, I don't, I, you don't even need to be in a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't have to be in a crisis situation to know that you're in that situation. <laughs> because I had right. a situation today where I really got upset with my insurance company. And I started mm-hmm. saying, you know, unmentionables in my head and getting upset <laughs> and, you know, barking at, barking at my son. And he was like, what's wrong? You know? Mm-hmm. And um, immediately I said, wait a minute. We're supposed to be in peace. You're not in love right, right now. You're not in love right, right. now, Kim. So we right. need to shift this because there's no way you're going to get any type of solution in the state that you're in right now. Right. Yeah, you know. Well, good. Good for you. Because you know what? I don't think think everybody does. I don't think they do. I think they're, you know, because I'm thinking of these two friends that that I mentioned before. And I, I have maybe suggested that they were acting a little differently than normal. As the fangs and venom is coming out of them and they're growing claws and horns. Um, you know, these perfectly beautiful beings that I know and are very dear friends. And they look at me like I'm crazy and they tell me, you know, well, no, you're just, you're just being a doormat and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you can't have peace all the time. And so they just start going off and they, they, don't, they haven't realized that they've stepped off the path. And so how do you even help them know that they need to get, well, that maybe they'd be, I mean, they can do well, whatever they want. I, they don't need to get back on it. But, you know? I um I read a book, and I'm trying to figure out, I've been, to remember the name of the book. 
But any time a person starts going off like that, that means that, that it's a little child on the inside that's, that's angry. Right. And or scared. You have to, you're scared, and you have to wait and comfort that child. You can't, I mean, you right. can't keep, I mean, as an adult, you have to understand and identify what it is <laughs> and not keep right. saying, no, you, you're not going to have peace all the time. No, but what kind of role model are you setting for other people around you <laughs> or even your children? Right, yeah. You can't it's, do that. It's funny because, you know, I've finally learned that there's really no point in saying anything while they're in the midst of that space, while they're right. in a crisis situation or they're in a situation where they're angry. Um, it doesn't do any good, it seems, to talk to them then because it's like it's not even them right. I'm talking to. So. Right. What I've found is I have to wait until they come back. <laughs> so, and then I can maybe mention it. But what I find is sometimes that just brings that, that part of them right back out again, you know. And so like with this friend, right, I mean, her, her husband really, it's, it's a dicey situation. I've known both of them since, you know, high school, and, um, which is a long, 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 long time. And... Um, <laughs> And it's just, you know, she's in the middle of this crisis, feeling vulnerable, no doubt, as well as everybody else in the situation, his family and her kids and whatever. And, and I hear her turning around and telling her daughter to shut up. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. Wow, okay. Isn't, to me, this is a time where, for me, right, the way that I handle crisis situations typically is I become more calm because I don't want to feed into the other stuff. But then again, I've done all this study. I've done all this practicing, whatever, you know. But it just blows my mind how how that brings it up in some of us and we don't even realize. So I guess, you know, what I'm saying is to other people out there who are listening we are in kind of a tumultuous time right now. And so maybe think back before you get in another situation, you know, how do you react when crisis hits or when real stress hits? And is that how you want to move forward? And maybe pretend as if it's happening, you know, because maybe if you pretend, not really that it's happening, but okay, if if there were to be some horrible sort of situation, how would I want to react and kind of create a, a role model for yourself of how you would want to react and then maybe when you're in that situation, because inevitably they come up, you know? Right. When you're in that situation, then maybe start being able to pull yourself back. Am I doing what I said I wanted to do? Right. You know? And so like with my life coaching clients, Sometimes if this is an issue for them, what we'll do is we'll have like a piece of jewelry or something that they can have on their person. So when something hits, one of the first, their first step is to go get this, whatever it is. It's almost like a talisman or something. And it's to remind them to go back to that list that we've created of how they wanted to handle things. Right. You know? Right. And when you get out of control angry, you're going to bring your mind to this place, or you're going to eat this healthier food, or you're going to take this supplement, whatever their thing happens to be. And, and we give them like a, a preparatory 
kind of this is how I'm going to function. Even if it's not how I naturally function, this is what I'm going to train myself to do. And so we actually have like a, a ring or a bracelet or something that, that they can just go and grab or at least think back to or something. And I don't know. So like with, okay, so you have a son. Do you, do you kind of teach him how to behave? In different situations, I, you know what? <laughs> teach you. <laughs> uh, he tends to teach me because I'll I'll have a teachable moment, and I'll talk to him about you know this is how you ha- handle anger, et cetera, et cetera, and then I'll act like a child. He was like, "Mom, <laughs> didn't you tell me mm-hmm. to do in the you know to calm down, to think about it, you know, you know." Right. And and he's correct. So he's often reteaching me. See, I have the same thing with my kids. Wow, they don't let me get away with nothing. <laughs> nope, nope. It's not gonna when I yeah, when I no. was snapping this time, and I just because you know I have not only my own stuff that's going on, but then I have everybody from every direction that I've ever worked with for twenty years now, you know, coming at me with theirs and. And I feel for the be there for people and everything, but sometimes it's just so much, you know. And if I don't make time to do my meditations and to do the stuff that I know I need to do, um, I get a little out of whack, yeah. <laughs> to say the least, yeah. you know. And so this time, both my kids, man, my son, my oldest one, telling me, um, you know, I was griping about the chemtrails because they really just they tick me off. They I just, I don't like that they do it, you know. Usually, I just move on with life. I try to bring awareness to it and whatever, and it's just, I have supplements I do to kind of counterbalance um, some of the damage that they can do health-wise and stuff, and I don't usually talk much about it. But there was so much stuff in me, I guess, that every time I looked out the window, I guess I was griping about the chemtrails. And so my son, my oldest one, um, he says, you know, I'm hearing a lot of negativity, and that's just not normally like you. I'm hearing a lot of anger at the chemtrails, and I'm looking at him like, who are you? (laughs) What's really going on that you're venting about the chemtrails? Let's talk about this. (laughs) And I thought, well, somebody did a really good job with you. Get out of my face, because I just want to be angry. (laughs) But you know, right, and I've it's the same thing. I've trained them, and now they spit it back in my face. And, and then they wow. both said, you know, we'll take care of the dogs, go have some time away, go just – I spent like two days in meditation, you know. For me, that's what I needed to do. And, um, and so it was, it's just interesting because it's kind of the same thing. They, we train them, and then they train us, you know. So <clears throat> um, I think they're good mirrors for, you know, our children are really good mirrors for what we actually do in our lives, you know. So um, with all this craziness, I'm just keeping you on the phone. Do you want to stay on the phone or do you want to go? No, I I have to go in about um, five minutes. I have to pick up my son from a basketball game. But it's been good. It's a good good friend of mine. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We're just going to have a phone conversation here. Yeah. You know. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so is there anything that on this topic 
that you want to bring up or you would like to have shared on as the show goes on? Yeah, or is I, there... I just want to say you know? that don't, don't beat yourself up if you do get angry. Um, uh, forgive yourself, and it's okay to get angry. It's just what you do with that anger. Never act right. out of it, but you can always mm-hmm. change it. You can have your fit because it's the underlying reason why you're angry. You have to get to the root. Louise Hay says that, you know, she usually beats into a pillow or, you know, into a into the couch, and she usually, mm-hmm. after she does that, she figures out what, what the root of that anger is, and she deals with it. Right. And that's what you have to do. You have to deal with the cause and forgive yourself because even Jesus got angry, you know, right. and it's okay to get angry, but just don't kill anybody, you know. <laughs> right. You know? Always a plus. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, and I think maybe we'll just continue with this. We've got about half the show still left. So I think okay. we're just going to make this our topic. And uh, I love these yeah, days when I don't know topic. what we're going to talk about. Oh, <laughs> All right. This well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Okay. And well, thank you. It's been thank great. you. All right. And I'm going to be on every day for a while at least. At 5.30. I'm back now. So. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, and we will talk to you soon. Yes. <laughs> Have a good evening. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. So, okay, so I think, you know, it's a good point to say that we need to um, recognize when we're getting angry or when we've snapped or whatever. And um, it's also good to identify what the root of the problem is, but I do think sometimes that's easier said than done because like we were talking about before, sometimes it's that we're experiencing things on an energetic level that we didn't even know we could. And so how much of that is actually coming into creating the frustration and anger? And I just had this conversation with a friend of mine from Canada and um, she's going through some, some trying trying times right now in that she's um, figuring, she's, she's had some revelations about her entire life, what she's always wanted to do. And, and, um, and if she's listening, yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> I won't use names. <laughs> so, um, some of us are finding that, you know, what we thought we wanted to do with our lives, just we don't anymore, it doesn't work out for us, or we've shifted and, you know, I thought I wanted to be a banker my whole life, but I really want to be an artist. Or I thought I wanted to be an artist my whole life, but I really want to be a banker. Or whatever it may be, <clears throat> um, deciding that we want to shift what we're doing with our life can really create some tension because we've built this momentum for we're going to do X, Y, Z with our life. And then when we change midstream, people tend to we're concerned about what other people are going to think. Whether we want to think so or not, we are. And so we don't want to deal with people thinking we're flaky or we can't make up our minds or we're a failure or whatever it is. And so there's this resistance within us that builds. And it's that in a lot of cases, this resistance um, is what kind of is this chafing (laughs) within us, right, that creates that irritation and then agitation and then aggravation and then anger and 
really what it boils down to is the fear of what's going to happen if I just shift directions or, um, you know, I, I'm telling you this, this past couple of weeks, it's been so insane. I actually haven't, I've wanted to get back to the show and I haven't had time because of all the different um, people with the different situations that, that are needing guidance and that kind of thing, coaching and, um, and so, you know, down to um, people deciding that entire careers that they've built are just not what they want to do anymore or marriages that have been, you know, decades long, suddenly, you know what, this just doesn't work for me anymore or, you know, whatever. Um, there's so many that I, I don't want to say the details because I don't want the people to be offended that I would bring them up, but it's, there's so many of them. I'm trying to run through my brain to see if there's anything I can pick to talk about. Um, but you get the idea and I'm sure you're experiencing it or seeing other people who are experiencing it or, you know, I've, I've had this home for, for so long and I was determined I was going to buy a house and now I, I really would be happier if I just gave it up and had an apartment. You know, there's all these different things going on or I've been a Catholic my whole life and now I want to be a Protestant or I want to be, you know, I want to go back to my Native American roots or whatever Celtic stuff or there's just so, it's like our whole entire globe is one big tossed salad that's been tossed but it hasn't landed yet. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of us feeling like it's just up in the air and we're not sure where things are going to land. And the fear of what that might bring, the fear of the reaction of other people, the fear of what it means for our finances, the fear of what it means just in our own egos. A lot of times it's our ego where, you know what, I am a banker. I am an artist. I am a teacher. I am a wife, a husband, whatever. And and having to shift that and say, yeah, you know what, I'm not that anymore can be um, difficult for people in the ego because in a lot of cases we've been conditioned to feel as if that's a failure when we're no longer whatever label it was that we put upon ourselves to begin with. But the reality is that we've put that label there to begin with and so we can change the label out anytime we want to. You know? We are all one on this earth, but we are individuals walking our own individual paths collectively. So it's, it's kind of a conundrum that we're in because we get involved with these people, family, friends, loved ones, spouses, children, whatever. And if we shift paths, directions, ideas, concepts, a lot of times it's that, but all these years you said, XYZ and now you're saying ABC and well which one's right which one's wrong we get very into that right and wrong good and bad success fail Um, and these are all concepts of the ego it can be that we're flowing you know as a water drop flows along the mountain stream it sees many different things as reality and so Energy is, in fact, a flowing, moving substance. And so we are energy. So for us to say, I am this and this is all I will ever be, 
is completely resisting the universal flow of energy, everything that we are. And so this flow of energy is becoming more and more apparent. And as people are resisting the flow, that's where the agitation and the anger is coming from, is resistance. So like my friend uh, that I started this with in Canada, the friend from Canada, I should say, um, she didn't even realize that there was resistance going on. In a lot of cases, we think, no, I decided to make this shift. But down inside, there's all this different stuff, this different chatter, these different feelings, these different triggers being hit about what is so-and-so going to think, what my mom think, what I don't want to deal with, the confrontation or the conflict. I, what if I fail? What if, does this make me a failure? Does this, and there's all this stuff going on that we don't even know is happening because it's all of the stuff we've been conditioned to think and feel standing up and being heard about this. So if you think about, you know, okay, so there's a, a little town. It's very close-knit, right? And the mayor stands up and goes, you know what? This town has always considered this itself the south, but now we're going to consider ourselves the north. And this is the new way, and it's, new, it's a new way of thinking, and we're just going to hop on the bandwagon, and, and we're all going to consider ourselves northerners instead of southerners. And, every, and I pick this because people tend to be very attached to the northern-southern thing, right? So how does that town react? Each individual voice. Some voices aren't heard, but they're really thinking a whole lot of things. Some voices are very loud. There's differing opinions. There's this whole ruckus and commotion going on, right? Well, it's the same thing going on within you with all of the different, when you think about when you were, you know, born and into your first year, you learn certain things, you develop certain frameworks for how you perceive your mom and dad, your home, the people in your life, how you, you were hungry, you were wet, you were whatever. Um, and then from two to three and three to four, all of these different phases that you go through in your life all are like one individual person in that town, they all have a voice and an opinion. So when you go to make a major shift, even if it's in, you know, I used to be prejudiced against whatever minority or whatever religion or whatever, and now you know what, I don't think I'm going to be anymore. Well, doesn't that just cause a stir? <laughs> On so many levels that you don't even recognize all of them. And so this creates agitation and it can bring about that anger that, that we need to identify, right? So imagine that you're going about your day and your life and you're figuring out these different things you want to do with your life and suddenly just every little thing irritates you and every person just ticks you off and you're just grouchy and you can't figure out why, but it's, you know, if you could get away from yourself, that would just be lovely, <laughs> but you can't and that ticks you off. <laughs> it's just this ongoing cycle. Well, how do you identify what's making you angry? When it's something like that, it's coming from way down inside, and I think that's a lot of what's happening right now. What we've been taught is to identify what's making us angry. So we're going to go to the first thing that our mind goes to. You know what? Like for me, this last week, okay, 
my mind went to it's finances. I'm just so stressed about finances because, you know, so everything that I do, um, the radio show, mystical truth stuff, when I tour and go teach classes, when I work with people um, via the phone or the internet, I have to make sure the phone is turned on and the internet's turned on. And I put out way more money than I get back. <laughs> but this is my path and this is what I do and I have faith and, and it all works out and whatever. Um, so, of course, my first instinct is to go to, I'm angry because I'm stressed over finances. You know? And that's what I thought. I thought, you know what? The last thing I need to do is go away from home and I can't spend the money and blah, blah, blah. And finally, my kids, of course, parroting back my words to me, you know, talking about how can I create abundance if I'm living in a place of lack and, and all of the stuff that I would have said to them. And, uh, and they were right. And so I went and I got a nice hotel room for two nights. And uh, and really allowed myself. To, I didn't try to figure out what was making me angry because I thought it was the finances, right? <laughs> so thought I had identified it. So instead of trying to identify what was making me angry, I just stopped, stopped the irritation, stopped the resistance to oh, I don't even know what, right? And I I got myself calm instead. For me, it's that getting calm, and it's probably different for different people, but you know, I'll tell you what works for me. Getting to that calm place first. So I, I, first of all, I had a glass of wine, had some popcorn because I don't really do that. I watched some silly TV. Personally, I like Impractical Jokers and Big Bang Theory, so I watched those. And then, and then I just turned everything off, and I turned on some nice meditation music, and I just sat, and I didn't call my angels in. I didn't ask for any outside help, no reaching out to spirit, no nothing. Just coming back to center and reconnecting with my heart chakra and coming back into that space that brings me calm. And once I did that and I just stayed there for a while, I could feel my cells, I could feel my body, I could feel my brain, my heart, everything kind of realigning itself to that space of, okay, things are fine now. Once I did that, then I was able to go, okay, is it really finances? What, what's really got me this keyed up? Because when we're this keyed up, when we're this angry, this agitated, it's a sign that we are not living within harmony of our own path. We're, we're veering off the course of our own path. We're not living in that harmonious state between us and that creation, that light of creation that, that brings us about and that we're so connected to. And so what, what was going on in my life that um, was creating the disharmony? Where was the resistance? You know? And so it really does come down to resistance. What am I resisting in my life? And so once I was able to go, okay, there's some resistance in, I'm not meditating as much as I should. I'm resisting meditation. Like I, I usually meditate at least twice a day and for a total of at least an hour a day. And, you know, it doesn't have to always be that much for other people, but my path is this path, and so I need to have quite a lot of meditation in my, in my life. And so <clears throat> that, I was resisting meditation. I was resisting the gluten-free diet and the dairy-free diet that I need to have to keep myself healthy. And that was creating some issues. And my body was not happy with me and it was resisting 
the food that I was eating. So there's this irritation and this inner fight within me. And then, you know, I just, as I chipped away at these little things that, that I was resisting, then I got down to the deeper stuff. I was resisting taking the next step, taking this radio show to the next level and reaching more and more people, getting the video classes online, getting, you know, setting up tour dates and going out and teaching and really promoting the life coaching and the readings and the different things I do. And so I got down to what I was, re- I was scared to walk my path, you know. And so the first thing I did was reach out to people that I knew <laughs> that would kick my ass, excuse me, into walking my path. And so, you know, I started making connections and commitments to these people and, and now just I'm not resisting the follow-up. I'm not resisting what, what I saw I was resisting in that time with myself. And so if we, when we feel this irritation, this agitation, this anger, what have you, if we can stop and go, okay, what am I resisting? Because it's not so much what's making you angry. At this point, it's that resistance to something that, that we've got this full of energy that's pushing us and helping us along and we're kind of digging our heels and going, no, 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 I don't want to go. I'm not going to do it. I'm not this. I'm not that. I, I can't make money at this. I can't do this. I can't do that. And we're resisting that forward motion. So it's creating that agitation that then morphs itself into anger because it's got to manifest itself to show us, hey, I'm here. So it starts by a little irritation or not sleeping well or whatever, what have you. And, and it becomes this bigger and bigger irritant until finally we're just kind of grouchy and maybe not so nice. And things just, you know, we get into those times where just everything's going wrong and everything ticks us off. And so as this progresses, it's that resistance inside creating the irritation and then manifesting itself into our outer world. And then suddenly we start encountering people who are grouchy, <laughs> who are ticked off at the world, right? So we start seeing this, this uh, mirror of our energy reflected back to us. And so it starts expanding out into the rest of our world. And really, if we could just stop, step aside, and take a moment and look at what are the things we're resisting in our lives and allow ourselves to come up with little solutions. Like for me, okay, as my little getting away, hello, Sharon. <laughs> so happy to see you. Um, uh, yes, last month has been tumultuous. That's actually what we're talking about right now. <laughs> and so if we can just step to the side for a moment, put everything in a little cubby hole, get out of that energy of, of everything in our lives, right? And just take a moment and recenter ourselves and find that calm place. It does help us then to see what am I resisting? What am I not flowing with? Aww. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Yeah, we're going to be here for um, this time slot. I think from now on, I'm really enjoying having live people back and forth. It's, it's nice. So, um, so, you know, the other thing, <laughs> shameless plug, the other thing that can help you is a psychic reading. <laughs> you like that? You like that transition? <laughs> so, you know, there are times that 
uh, like the readings that I do are uh, life directional readings. And so um, I work with your angels and they give me kind of the big picture of what's happening. And there are other readers that do different things. And um, it's not so much who am I going to fall in love with, when am I going to meet them. It's about what's going on within you, your path, your light. And so if you are going through some of this and would like to have a reading, you can go to mysticaltruth.com and uh, the number there and the, the email and all that, you can contact me and let me know. We can set up a reading. They're all done by phone and Internet unless you happen to be in the Flagstaff, Sedona area. Um, and I actually, big news, you guys, I'm actually coming from my own office in Flagstaff. Now I'm no longer in Sedona. Um, there was nobody serving the Flagstaff area, which is actually larger than Sedona. And uh, so... I am sitting in the brand new Mystical Truth office in Flagstaff. And uh, so that's where, you know, any of the in-person sessions and healing sessions and that kind of thing will be done from. And uh, anyway, so, you know, I also do life coaching. When you're trying to get through these times and you're trying to get into that new step or that new groove of life, you can go to 12weekcoaching.com. It's the number 12weekcoaching.com. And uh, we can also set that up. So just so you know, there are, you know, this is why I do this radio show, to be of service, one, but also to let you guys know that I'm here, and it is my joy to be of service. Um, I do this and walk this path because it's what I love to do, and what I notice is when that irritation comes in for me is when I'm not really doing what I came here to do, when I'm working on the websites and the promotion stuff and all that, I get, um, for me, that's not joyful. Joyful is connecting with you all and being of service to people and, and helping them find their own answers and their own way through life. And so, you know, over the past 30-whatever years, God, they're getting to be more and more years. But I'm not getting any older. I don't know how that's working. It's fabulous. Um, I have created or, or created and, and also, you know, through, through a lot of training and everything, for different tools and techniques to, to help people figure out how to move through their life and how to get through these tumultuous times. And uh, so I welcome you guys to interact on the show. You know, give me a call and talk with me on the show. Like me on Blog Talk. Like me on Facebook. Like, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so um, I love to interact with people, and, and uh, it makes me very happy to try and be of service. So... Um, I do really want you all to become aware of what's happening, and that's the show has been a little all over the place tonight. It's been interesting, but it does kind of come down to several of the same things. Um, understand that your sensitivity is going up. Your awareness is going up, whether you are keeping up with it or not. And so if you are you know, somebody who sees visions by nature when your sensitivity is up, you may be seeing things. You may be hearing things. You may be... There may be this inner knowing that's telling you to go left, but you've been taught to go right, and that creates this, this inner um, resistance. <laughs> but this dichotomy kind of, or conflict, that you just don't understand. Your brain says go this way, but your inner knowing says go that way. And it could be religion, it could be relationship, work, whatever it may be. Um, understand that that inner knowing is probably your awareness coming to the surface. And so what I find is a lot of my life coaching is people who are becoming aware and don't know how to implement in regular life and 
They don't want to become psychics. They don't want to become mystics. They don't want any of this stuff in their lives, but there it is. So how do you blend it with regular life? And so this is a lot of what I'm finding with the clients that I'm getting for the life coaching. That's what it is, is people going, okay, you know, my family thinks I'm crazy, but I'm seeing all this stuff or I'm, I'm feeling stuff before they feel it or, you know, they, they just don't know how to incorporate it into regular life. And so if this is occurring to you, understand you are not alone. And it's a global happening at the very least. It may be other planets too. Who knows? I don't know. But um, you're not alone. And people are just not talking about it because they're a little freaked out by it or they're um, – a little, they're going a little wonky, you know, and going on medication and different things to, or, you know, drinking a little more or whatever it may be because they, they're self-medicating or they're medicating themselves to make it so they don't feel this thing that they don't understand anymore. And it's really kind of unnecessary because all that's happening is that natural there's a new natural ability coming out. It's, it is the sixth sense. You know, we make it sound like it's, it's just a movie title or some crazy thing, but just like you hear and see and feel and taste, you also have this sixth sense that is this energetic awareness. And so you don't have to be psychic to have it. We all have it. Psychics are the ones who maybe have it a little more or they've taken time to refine it. But don't let it throw you. You know, allow yourself to explore this and find somebody who can help you if it's becoming a problem because it can just be um, put into your life on a day-to-day basis. I'm just, I'm just giving this picture of, you know, imagine if we didn't have thumbs and suddenly we sprouted thumbs. We wouldn't know what to do with them, right? We'd be like, what the heck is this thing? I don't know. It looks weird. Do other people have them? I don't know. You know, I'm going to hide it, <laughs> put my hands in my pocket or something, when really it's something that can help us tremendously, right? So it's, it's very much the same thing. It's just like an energetic thumb that we didn't know we had. <laughs> so, oh, good Lord. Nobody should leave me alone with a microphone. <laughs> so I encourage you all to, to understand that as we're feeling anger, agitation, anxiety, what have you. Really, the first thing that's best for us to do is find a way to uh, calm ourselves and then figure out what's going on, you know, and understand that maybe it's not where our analytical mind would go. Like like I said, for me, I went to the finances because I would assume that's what it was. had nothing to do with the finances. The fact that I'm resisting my path was creating the financial issue probably because I'm spending all this time being stressed out and worried and not doing what I need to do, not move forward on that path that I'm resisting, which would in turn create an income because there's actually quite a few of my clients, that my former clients that I'm seeing on the phone and, and um, I see the phone numbers of people who are listening in by phone and um, and so I can see some numbers that I recognize there. And, uh, and so, you know, it does pay for itself. It does create an income if I just get up and do it and walk that path. If I'm resisting the path and I'm not walking it, then how can I find you clients or people that I can be a service for and 
and have you, you know, do an energy exchange with financial abundance or barter or trade or whatever it ends up being. So um, it's not always where our analytical mind would go. Sometimes we have to allow this to shift. So, yes, the talisman. So we've got a comment on the chat about the talisman suggestion. That's a really big one, and I use that as well. Um, there are certain things, most of them, Sharon, came from D's. <laughs> the Sedona Dreammaker Bed and Breakfast. If you guys are ever in Sedona, holy moly, that's where you need to stay. It is phenomenal. Um, and she has a beautiful gallery there. And so a lot of my, a lot of the things that I grab when I'm having issues actually came from there. So if you can uh, have something that you associate with bringing yourself to that oneness or a checklist of how you would like to handle things in the future versus how you do it normally. Um, you know, figure something out before you're having an issue. You know, what makes your heart sing? I have, it's funny because I have a ring that my son, my youngest son gave me when he was, he was seven or eight, he was tiny. <laughs> and he's 23 now, you know. But I have this, it's just this cheap silver, um, smiley face ring <laughs> and so it's not really silver obviously it's, it's silver plated whatever but the smiley face ring you know nothing can get to me if I have I, I don't know something about it so I'll grab that when I'm having a hard time and I'll just wear the smiley face ring and it's just this that probably came out of a bubblegum machine I don't know <laughs> so, I mean a seven-year-old got it so it couldn't have been very expensive um, and you know, all these years, that's been one of those things that I, you know what, I'm just having a hard time lately. I'm just going to wear the smiley face ring, and it's going to remind me that everything is fine because it always has been. It's always ended up fine, and I've gotten through whatever I've had to get through because I've had that thing for 20-plus years, and it's still here, and I'm still here to have it, and so clearly things can't be as bad as I think they are. <laughs> so, um, you know, just... Finding the little things that work for you and that bring you back to a calm place so that you can continue moving forward is really what we want to do. Um, we're just about out of time. I do want to apologize for the show being all over the place, but uh, I think it ties together if you listen to the whole thing probably. And uh, they always come out as they need to, I believe. So um, I'm very happy to be at this time slot. I think it's going to be wonderful, and I'm happy to be able to have more people interact with, with me on the show. Um, and uh, again, we have about a minute left, so I do just want to say that um, you guys can check me out at mysticaltruth.com, and uh, you also can find 12weekcoaching.com. It's the number 12, and then weekcoaching.com. Um, I am taking on about three new clients probably I have room for in my, in my day, my busy day. Um, so, you know, there is room for three new clients. Um, and as always, you know, readings and such by phone um, from Mystical Truth. And I will be going to Colorado Springs, uh, hopefully the last weekend in March. If uh, anyone cares to find me there, I'll have more details on that as soon as I solidify them. But it'll be, I believe, the 29th and 30th of March that I'll be doing the angel meet and greet and all the classes you guys want from me all over the place. And uh, so um, you can find me there. Details to come. I'm very happy to be here with you guys. We're just about out of time, 
So I want to say thank you. Have a wonderful night, and I will see you tomorrow.